Is it possible for scientifically or even atheistically socialized people to find faith? And if so, how is this possible? And can it be even possible for them to find faith in their scientific endeavors? Is there a biblical account of this where this something similar might have happened? Let's find out in this episode of According to Sci Faith. I'm Joshua Göcking and you're listening to the English version of the Sci Faith podcast. Talking about science and faith, I have often realized that many have the impression that those are absolutely not compatible. In my book, I show that this is not the case and that these fields have more in common than you might think. Furthermore, I do believe that it I do not believe that it is impossible for a scientist to believe. Even atheistic scientists can, as I believe, find God and this even in their scientific knowledge. For this, an openness towards the faith is needed and a longing to know the truth. Interestingly enough, the Bible shows in the Christmas story how people that seem to be far from God can find him in their mundane life. And in this podcast episode, I want to talk to about, uh, a little bit about the biblical story of the Magi and draw conclusions uh, about this regarding sci faith or the compatibility between science and faith. And I, I think it's fitting to put this episode here because uh, on the day of the recording of this episode, it's the 6th of January, which is the fest, uh, feast of the Epiphany where exactly this arriving of the Magi in the stable to see Jesus is celebrated. So what is the story all about? So after Jesus was born by the Virgin Mary, according to the biblical account in a stable in Bethlehem, the Bible tells us that in, in the Gospel of Matthew that there were wise men from the east who saw an unknown star in the sky. They, of, they are often called kings of the east, but in the original text in the, the, the Greek word magician or magi is used, and this word was also used to describe astrologers. It might well be that those were Persian or Chaldean astrologers. Since modern science came about much later, those magi were a mixture of scientists and mystics. Their observations, which were scientific, oftentimes were mixed with spiritual interpretations. Therefore, those were not uh, scientists in our modern sense. However, At that time, they were the closest to what we would call today a scientist. Observing this new star, which might have been a scientific phenomenon like a supernova, that is an explosion of a star or something like that, the Magi concluded that a king was born to the Jews. In the Gospel of Luke, the Bible tells us about shepherds encountering angels who tell them of the birth of the Messiah. So why didn't the Magi have such an angelic visitation? It would have been much easier than just some random star in, in the sky, which they need to uh, conclude from that something uh, miraculous has happened. But it's like this. The shepherds used to be simple and uneducated people. And furthermore, they were shepherds of Israel and most likely already believed in God. 
Therefore, we can conclude that the shepherds already believed and did not need to be convinced about the coming of the Messiah. And hence, they were receptive for the visitation of angels. The shepherds' learning of the Messiah first can also be due to them being closer to Bethlehem geographically. And I think it's also this geographical distance uh, of the Magi to Bethlehem that can be interpreted as the Magi being farther away from the faith than those shepherds. And due to this distance in faith, it needed, as I believe, a natural sign that showed those wise men that something significant had happened in the world. And it, this motivated them to start looking for answers, which they then did. However, they started by going to Jerusalem and asked the incumbent king Herod for the birth of the king of the Jews. But Herod knew nothing about the birth of Jesus, and through the priests they learned that in the book of the prophet Micah, the Messiah is predicted to be born in Bethlehem. So they went on their way to Bethlehem, and behold, there they see the star again, and it's leading them to the place where Jesus was born. Such a, such a star that guides the Magi cannot be explained by a natural phenomenon. It is quite possible that the first star was, as I said, a natural phenomenon. However, the second star, where it's reappearing and guiding them to Bethlehem, to the stable in Bethlehem, this has to have been of supernatural origin. And just like the angels that the shepherds saw, this occurrence was a supernatural one. So it seems that by beginning to look for more, more the Magi opened themselves up to, be, to, to see beyond the natural realm. This is also seen in the rest of the story. Because after the wise men visit Jesus, they gift him with gold, frankincense and myrrh. And afterwards they receive divine guidance in a dream to not tell Herod about what they found. Because Herod felt threatened by the birth of the king of the Jews and wanted to kill the child. So scholars were looking for the meaning behind a natural phenomenon and the, by this they became, became men who were sensitive to, the, to God's voice and received guidance from him even in their dreams. And I believe this story of the Magi shows how those who are far away from faith can be led to know God. The wise men recognized something in their daily observation of the stars that was in contrast to their understanding of the world. This brought them to look for the meaning of this. A scientific observation hence initiated their search for God and eventually opened their eyes to the supernatural world. I believe the same is happening in science and it will continue to happen. In our scientific findings, we will increasingly find the creator and move from the world of the natural to the world of faith. One chapter of my book is about a principle that creation is always a reflection of the creator. Therefore, it is possible to find the creator in his creation, that is in natural phenomena. So, to know him in his full glory, it does not suffice to be confined to the natural world, but this can serve as a starting point. 
Hence, I do not believe it is impossible for scientifically or even atheistically socialized people to find God. Jesus promises that everyone who seeks will find what he's looking for. This you can find in Matthew 7 verse 8. So everyone who is working in science but is seeking God will eventually find him. The, the wise men started by asking for the religious elite in Jerusalem. They didn't, knew, they didn't know better, uh, but it led to Herod, afraid of losing his throne, killing all the children below the age of two, which is known as the massacre of the innocents. By the wine guidance of Jesus, uh, of Jesus' earthly parent, they fled to Egypt before this happened. When people today begin to seek, uh, uh, such a wrong contact point might not have such tragic consequences, but it can lead to a detour to, uh, on the way towards faith. Therefore, it is helpful if Christians position themselves properly, such that when somebody around them starts searching, they can lead the way. And therefore, with this episode, I want to encourage every Christian who uh, has scientifically or atheistically socialized people around himself to not lose faith, but be a light like the star of Bethlehem that shows the way to the savior of the world. So this was today's episode about the Magi and how this can be related to Psi faith or the compati compatibility between science and faith. And I really do believe that uh, like the Magi, uh, people in science and uh, atheistic people can be led to find God even in their scientific endeavors. And I, I hope that you, if you are uh, searching for, for God, you will fi find him uh, or I'm convinced that you will find him because that's what the Bible uh, promises us. And I encourage you to keep on searching. And uh, in, one way to do this is, of course, to listen to other episodes of this podcast or even to other stuff that you can find in the Internet or even read uh, some of the blog posts on my webpage. And but if you are already believing, if you're already a Christian, I just encourage you to to uh, go the way with, with Christ and to to tell your friends, your neighbors, your um, the people around you who might be more atheistic, more scientifically driven to 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 look for God in, in even in their scientific endeavors and to to keep the faith that they will find him if they are indeed uh, seeking him. And with that, I wish you a nice epiphany. Um, however you celebrate this holiday, I hope you have a, a fun time and you get to experience God on an even deeper level. I've seen that in the last time many have been become aware to this English version of the SciFaith podcast. So if you are new here, I would like to hear from you or even if you have been listening to the podcast uh, since a longer time, I would like to hear from you, so just uh, feel free to go to my website, sim-faith.de/en, click on contact and write me in mail just uh, a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you find interesting in the podcast, which uh, episodes you might hear in the future, what are you interested in, and so on. And then I can, uh, I, I, I know my audience, and I, I can um, a little bit put more effort into into uh, producing episodes that 
that are more to your liking and if you um one thing which would be a possible way where this podcast could go is in in the german version of the podcast i did an introduction into physics where i really uh, covered almost all f uh, physics topics and uh, explained them in a way which is um is easy to understand but uh, without keeping away the, the fun stuff and also um, always in these episodes I, I, I find a spiritual interpretation of the of the scientific r results so just as the, the Magi found a spiritual interpretation in their scientific data I interpret the scientific results spiritually what it can mean where this uh, creation reflecting the creator comes in so it's it's pretty fun it's pretty interesting it's also the way i look at science it's the way i understand science and i think there's a lot to unpack there and i think it's also a, a, a method to do science from a from a spiritual or from a christian perspective uh, that to 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 look at the creator and how he is and in the, his uh, principles and how he is to find laws uh, w w where this can be reflected in laws in nature. I think this is a pretty promising uh, thing one could do. And so I, I made a whole series where I put a, an introduction of physics uh, where I talk about this. And if you are interested in this, just let me know. Just uh, use the contact formula and, and write me that you uh, want to hear this also in English and then I will do my best to uh, as fast as possible uh, bring this to uh, make make this uh, to come true and um just just let me know who you are where you are listening from wh what what's interesting about the podcast for you where i can improve and so on so i would really like to hear from you and if you would also like to hear more than the podcast episodes you can also uh, on the contact formula check to uh, subscribe to the newsletter and then you will be updated about what happens at Sci faith on a regular basis and then you will get all the information you need so i'm I'm looking forward to hearing from you and until then have the best time and be blessed.